Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 27, which we are recording on Tuesday, January 8th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And in advance, excuse me for my hoarse voice. And if I happen to <laughs> cough, I am getting over a cold, which actually made me very glad that we recorded in advance right. last time yes. because otherwise yeah, I probably absolutely. would have been unable to podcast. Yes. So all things worked out well. And Happy New Year, yes, everyone. Yes, Happy, Just Happy New Year. That. I thought the same thing. Because you didn't mention 2013 is when we're recording. That's so. right. It's our first <laughs> podcast first of the podcast. new year. Absolutely. So Happy 2013 to everyone. I hope it's a happy, healthy, prosperous year for yes. everybody listening. Yes. And us as well. <laughs> so what are you wearing today? What am I wearing? I am wearing my A-line hoodie yay which it's you so have heard cute so much so much so much about but they haven't heard anything in several episodes they haven't heard anything in several episodes yeah. but this was from the book knit red that gail and i both really like knit red stitching for women's heart health i almost said by diane susie but it's actually a collection of patterns this particular pattern the a-line hoodie is written by diane susie and this particular pattern is a very girly take on a classic <laughs> hoodie a sweater cardigan it's got the three button closures at the top so that's how you wear it closed but the hood has a draw cord so you can draw the hood tight around your face when you have it on or up around your neck when you have it hanging down and it's got let's see what do you call this it's a little blousey not blousey. A-line. A-line, yeah. Well, it's oh. almost like it has a skirt. It's not A-line yes. per se. It like has a little right. skirt it's to not, it. Yeah, it's got flare. That's there the you word go. I'm thinking of. It's got a little flare below the waist, and it's very feminine, and I knit mine in a yarn that's very feminine because it's very pink. Very pink. <laughs> Love the color. It's Tonos Worsted from Misty Alpaca, and pink, and it is 50% wool, 50% alpaca, and it is quite lovely yarn to work with. And I have to say, I want to make another sweater out of this yarn. Well, it has the perfect halo to it, too. It's just a little tiny bit yes. halo-ish yeah. and fuzzy. I yeah. love it. And she has the most gorgeous round oh. <laughs> faux rhinestone pink buttons that are the yeah. perfect bling on the front of the sweater. <laughs> They're really, really perfect. Yeah, I, I really like the sweater. And I you haven't heard about it in several episodes because even though I finished the knitting several episodes ago, I did I hadn't sewn down the casing for the hood cord. And so I finally did that. And that's why I'm wearing it. And I just realized I probably should be talking about this in the what have, have I, I finished, finished segment. It's true, but, you should. <laughs> but that's okay. It's just a delightful sweater, a delightful pattern. And it fits you perfectly. And a great yarn. Yeah, it really fits you perfectly. Like the underarms aren't bunchy yeah. and the, the sleeves really seem like they're the perfect it. width. I'm really happy. It's so. awesome. It's a win. <laughs> yeah, that's one that I had on my I want to knit list also. But all of my favorite worsted weight yarns, it would be too heavy and it would bother oh. me. So I need to find the right worsted weight yeah. that isn't too heavy yeah. to drag it down. Yeah. I don't remember what the original yarn was that was used in the book. I don't have the book right next to me. Maybe it was a... I know it was a red yarn. Oh, That's it was a Debbie, Debbie Maycomber yarn. Oh. That cashmere 
blend yarn. Oh. That sounds heavenly. <laughs> and actually, it's only 10% cashmere. It's 90% merino, 10% cashmere. But I've never seen the Debbie May Comer yarn. Neither have I. I don't think I've ever seen it in person. And if I recall correctly, the skeins were really small. So when I was shopping for yarn, it was something really, it was an intimidating number. If I got the recommended yeah. yarn, it was something I needed 17 skeins of it. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. That's kind of. <laughs> nerve-wracking for but me this was a great substitution i'm very happy with it it's adorable i really really Thank like it you. maybe i'll have to put that on my stitches shopping list there you go yarn for that there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right gail and what are you wearing okay so i'm wearing a, a bunch of fo's because <laughs> now that the weather has gotten colder in santa cruz Charlene and I were commenting the other day about how many people you see out and about wearing knitted items mm -hmm. especially big cowls and hats lately yeah. and i've been taking full advantage and i don't leave the house without at least two or three <laughs> hand knit objects on my body because it's just we our season isn't as long as some right. so right now i am wearing my dragonflies pullover by hohi locatelli which i fixed over the holiday you break i did yeah. i ripped out the ribbing because when i finished it i made it too short so I ripped out all the ribbing and I knit another repeat of the lace pattern and then I redid the ribbing and I am so happy I did it. It is the perfect length That's and I'm, great. I'm so, so, so happy with it. That's I know great. I'm going to wear it all the time. Yeah, now. yeah. Before it was just short enough that it would roll up and I was constantly tugging, tugging on it, it. So yeah. I wasn't wearing it. So very pleased with myself that I actually Excellent. made you, a fix. And you did it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you did. You made the sweater. You realized the mistake. And you and fixed I took the time it. to fix yeah, it. I was so proud of myself. Awesome. That was on my holiday knitting to-do list. So <laughs> I also knocked something off the list. The other thing I'm wearing is the Arbutus or Ar Ar A R B U T U S cowl, which is a Jane Richmond pattern in her new heavenly book called Island. You can either purchase the book in ebook or hard copy, or you can purchase the patterns individually. I purchased the individual cowl pattern because I was trying to find the perfect cowl for my Stimpy Lab warm DK yarn in the pink flamingo colorway. I talked about this on the last, I think, two podcast episodes. I was trying to knit the hexagon cowl, and that is a two-color cowl, and none of the colors with this pink flamingo were letting the pink flamingo sing. So when I saw Arbutus, I thought, oh my gosh, that might be the one. And I'll talk more about it in my FOs for this um, episode, but it is so pretty and so warm and so squishy. I'm in love with it. Very nice. I also am wearing my gift mitts from Shannon Knitwit 41, which I've been wearing all the time. The more I wear them, the more I appreciate how gorgeous the pattern is. I was so fascinated by the beautiful color when I first received them that I didn't really look at the beautiful pattern. It's really pretty. And I think last episode I told you it was Climbing by Anne Hansen, and that's actually not the right name. And now I can't remember the <laughs> right name. Oh. We'll, put it, we'll put it in yeah, the show we'll put notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. So I'm wearing three knitted objects right now. And because I mentioned my holiday knitting to-do list, there are a couple updates I want to give you that have made me so happy. So... In one of our recent episodes, we talked about our Uggs or our fails for 2012. 
and I said my Amand vest was a fail for me personally. Well, when I pulled it out of the closet to rip it, which was part of my holiday to-do list, my daughter Josie was in the room with me, my 13-year-old, and she said, oh, that's really, really cute. I like the color. And I said, really? Do you want to try it on? (laughs) And she said, well, okay, I'll try it on. And it looked so cute on her. And she said, wow, I really like it. Well, I'm going to see all of my friends today when we go to the movie, so I'm going to ask them if they like it on me. See if it's accepted by the teenagers. (laughs) Exactly, because, you know, hand-knit by mom, questionable. All of her friends liked it, and it is now in Josie's wardrobe rotation. So I'm not wearing it, but my daughter is wearing it. So I'm really happy that that turned into a success for 2012. And also mentioned on a fairly recent podcast episode... I talked about the sweater, Sabine, that I knit for, I knit while my daughter Josie was in the hospital in Germany. And I mentioned how I didn't like to wear it because of the association of where I was while I was knitting it Mm -hmm. and what was happening in my life. Well, on Christmas Eve, I had a big family party and my favorite Aunt Julie was there and I gifted the sweater to her. When I gave it to her, I was describing, oh, it's cashmere and look how pretty it is and beaded hem. And she said, I love it. I'll take it for sure. And she said, but why are you giving this sweater away? And I said, okay, full disclosure. I told her why. And she said, I promise to always think good things when I wear it. So that was another success. Very happy about that. And my other aunt, Lindsley, was there. She is the wife of my actor uncle. They live in Los Angeles. And she is a little waif of a woman, tiny, blonde, pixie-like, very beautiful. She was one of the original Pussycat Girls dancers in the band. And I gifted her my ballerina shawl in November when we were in Los Angeles. And when they arrived on Christmas Eve day and got out of the car, they brought her mother with them, who I'd never met. After they introduced me to her, the first thing Lindsley's mom said was, is she the one who knit you that beautiful purple shawl? And Lindsley said, oh, Gail, I wear it all the time. It's in the car right now, and I'm not wearing it because, you know, we've been in the car for five hours, but I wear it all the time. I'm always cold, and I wear that everywhere, and I get so many compliments, and I was thrilled. It's like, oh, my gosh, how exciting. So later that evening, she was cold because she's always cold. (laughs) I pulled out my Mont Royal hat, which I hadn't been wearing much because it hadn't been very cold here uh-huh. it was perfect coloring for her so i gifted her oh, my wow. mont royal hat for christmas <laughs> and the little fiery bolero you and oh, i both yes. met those ages yes. ago she took that too oh, which wow. will be perfect she still dances and she yeah, choreographs that's perfect for a dancer yeah so it'll be the perfect layering thing yeah. for her so total success yeah. with gifting that's a lot awesome. of things <laughs> and i told you i gifted max's teacher the jeweled cow oh, for right. christmas right first day back yesterday max came home from school and said guess what my teacher was wearing your cow yesterday. So there we go. Success. Success. So sorry to, to hijack the uh, what are you wearing thread. So those oh, are things okay. of mine other people are wearing that were huge successes. So what are you stalking? Well, you've already mentioned the cows, and that's pretty much the big one that I'm stalking right now. I, You'll hear about later. I finished a cow that I am really, really happy with. And in my hands right now, I have this lovely Malintosh MCN worsted that Gail gave me for Christmas that I am making a cabled swatch. I'm playing around with reversible cables 
to make another cowl. So I have been stalking cowl after cowl after cowl looking for something to make with this yarn and I haven't found the exact exact thing which is why I'm swatching reversible cable patterns right now and we'll see what happens with it. I feel like the huge mega cowls I've seen them everywhere just like Gail mentioned yep. all during the winter break anytime I went anywhere out and about I would see them and I even texted Gail one day and I said oh apparently the huge mega cowl was the gift of the season this year because <laughs> everybody, everybody seemed to have one and Gail said well yeah the stores were full of them and I hadn't seen them in the store so my question now is how do, how are they displayed in the stores? I know well, that's an odd question, but do they hang them or do they fold them? Or <laughs> I don't remember seeing them in the stores so much this season because I honestly didn't do much shopping in the stores. Oh, okay. I remember every time we were out and about, everybody was wearing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they must well, be in stores somewhere, yeah. right? Well, I do remember everybody laughing at the runway pictures of the huge towels <laughs> that runway models were wearing a season or two ago down the runway for the winter styles. I mean, we're talking big, huge. I'm holding my arms, arms out, way out very to the wide. Side, yeah. Um, exaggerated cowls for the runway. And then you know how styles trickle down for the stores and they're, they're still big, huge. I call them mega cowls, um, but they're not as large as the exaggerated styles that came down the runway. Or you so. wouldn't be able to put your seatbelt right. on in the <laughs> yes, car. Yes, exactly. You couldn't function normally. You wouldn't be able to turn your head or look down. Or, <laughs> or you wouldn't be able to see anything. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just an example of fashion trickle down. It's interesting. I've been wearing my cowls all the time, even in the I house. Have been too. Oh, like, I do oh, too. Oh, my neck is kind of cold. Too. Oh, I'll put on one it's of my cowls. The perfect little or accessory. Cowl or scarf. Although Just I think I'm hitting saturation down. almost. I mean, how many cowls, scarfs, shawlettes can one individual have? Well, yeah, that's the problem. I I face that problem daily too. Like I want to knit another one, but wait, right. you that's kind of silly. To, you just have to keep keep them moving. Yeah, keep keep them Gifting going. Them or yes, whatever. It's exactly. true. It's true. Exactly. That's the nice thing about being a knitter. You're never without possible gift yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and then the other thing that i have been stocking in which is also in the do i need more category <laughs> is hoodies ah uh. <laughs> nice nicely styled hoodies similar to this a-line hoodie i've found well there's the jenica hoodie which uh, i still want to make but yes. look you'll you. love that but then there's also a pattern called the belfast hoodie by oh, carrie bodstick hodge or hoge for quinson company that has been that was that's over a year old i believe but mm -hmm. i've had my eye on it off and on off and on and then when i knit this circular knit sweater circular yoke pullover sweater I, I had been looking at other sweaters that had circular mm -hmm. yokes, and this sweater has a circular yoke as part of the hoodie and cardigan. Yep. Like Jenica. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that brought it to the forefront again, so I've kind of been stocking it. It's not a very popular pattern. There are only, I want to say only, there aren't that many that have been made. Well, does it look that flattering in the pictures? I remember thinking with that one, they could have made it look 
a lot better. There, you know, there were some comments like that too because there was something about, I can't remember, but I do remember comments, something to the effect that people started liking the sweater once they saw it made in other colors mm-hmm. or something like that. I want so, to say it was like a burnt orange. Yeah, I think but it, I'm not sure. I think it was. I don't know. Have you ever bought a pattern from Quince and Company? I have, the Ania Shrug. So when you buy a pattern from Quince and Company, do they have that set up like Twist Collective so that the pattern also appears in your Ravelry library? Or is it just a PDF? Okay. I don't remember. Well, if anybody knows, let me know. I'm curious. I have never bought a pattern from Quince and Company. Probably not because you do buy it from their website. Oh, You don't buy it on Ravelry. So it probably doesn't automatically So then they probably just send you a link to a PDF. Probably. I'm not 100% sure though. All right. So that's all I have been stocking. What about you? I have not been stalking. I've been, <laughs> knitting, been knitting and I've been organizing. Oh. My queue over the last year grew from maybe two pages to five pages. <laughs> I'm not someone who likes clutter. And to me, that means clutter. So I spent some time at the new year going through my queue and reorganizing things. I deleted some things that I thought, okay, do I still really like that? Do I still think I'll knit it? If it was a no, it was gone. Well, you're like me in that you try to keep your cue to things that you actually want to knit. Exactly. Right? So five yeah. pages worth? So well, That's no, a lot I'm, of things I want no, to knit. No, because I'm, I'm saying some, <laughs> some people use their cue as favorites. Yeah. Just things that they like. Exactly. Rather than things that they actually plan to knit. Exactly. And that's why I... I needed to take a look at it to make sure I wasn't starting to do that. <laughs> right. So I deleted some things, but what I really did is I I have a lot of accessory type things I've wanted to knit for a long, long time. So I moved some things up to the very front. I also then took all the sweaters that I really want to knit and put them on the front page of my queue. These are sweaters that mostly I already have the pattern and Mm -hmm. I'm almost embarrassed to say I have yarn for most of them, Mm -hmm. not all of them, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them. So my idea was put the things on the front page that you know you wanna knit, either it's a new thing I really, really wanna knit or it's been in my queue for a long time and Mm -hmm. I haven't knit it yet. Like Audrey and Ernst, I've wanted to knit that sweater for years. And if you have the yarn and and pattern, then when you feel like casting on exactly. something, you have your That's list of what my choices. Thought was. Exactly. <laughs> so front page of my queue is now stuff. I have yarn for most of it, have the pattern nice. for most of it. I can go. I can just like, yeah, okay, I'm swatching, nice. I'm going. The end of my queue is all of the charity hats that I want to knit. I have oh, more hats than I'll ever knit, right. but who knows what I'll be in the mood to knit at right. any given time. Right. So I just have a big selection. I think like almost the full last two pages of my queue hats. are charity yeah. hats. Nice. Yeah. Well, not necessarily just charity, but hats I'd hats like to knit. you want to knit sometime. Yeah. That yeah. could be charity, could right. be gifts, whatever. Right. So I kind of took that strategy to organization And I'm really happy with how it's working so far. Of course, I haven't cast on a new sweater, but I'm hoping it will help me stay more focused and not just want every shiny new pattern (laughs) that comes out and lose my focus. So I have these patterns I've purchased yarn for that I liked. So either I should knit them or they should leave the queue and be replaced (laughs) by something else. 
So that's what I did instead of stocking. And so far, really happy with it. Yay. So what are you knitting besides the swatch? That is, the colorway is Floro Rose, which think neon pink. And it is awesome. It's amazing. Very, very pretty, bright color. It's one of those colors that you gasp a little bit because you wonder, how did they get the yarn to be that color? color. (laughs) When Charlene texted me and said she showed it to her husband, I asked if it seared his retinas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I just showed Gail a picture of Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton went back to work yesterday after having been in the hospital, yesterday being Monday, January 7th. 7th. Yep. 2013 so i'm just i'm stating the date so that if you want to google a picture of her going back to work i googled one to find to show gail because hillary was wearing almost the exact color pink well in the picture (laughs) you showed me it was more berry than it was that like Mm. neon but when it was on tv it looked like super neon you know how tv doesn't always get the colors right and it looked like this so (laughs) i think it's going to be beautiful on charlene with her complexion and dark dark shiny hair oh i'm excited hopefully i'll find a stitch pattern that i like soon so what else are you knitting what am i knitting i started on january 1st my entry for the self-indulgent knit along which is the tangled yoke cardigan by uni jang and I have had this pattern in my queue since the magazine came out, which was published in the fall of 2007. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had the yarn. Since last year. Since, yeah. Over a year or close to a year. Because I'm using the exact yarn called for in the pattern, which is a yarn by Rowan Felted Tweed. It's a lovely purpley grapey color, grape. And the Tangled Yoke Cardigan is a bottom-up circular yoke sweater with horizontal cabling around the yoke. And I started it, like I said, on January 1st. And then a couple days later, my arm started bothering me again if you recall correctly last summer i started developing what i think is some elbow tendonitis and i realized that the commonality between this sweater and the sweater that i was knitting at the time which was laika is the tiny metal needles because i went down to small needles to knit the ribbing so Now at least I know it's either tiny needles, knitting a sweater on tiny needles, or metal needles, or maybe just tiny metal needles. Yeah. (laughs) I I put down the sweater. Unfortunately, I had to put down the sweater for a few days, which led me to knit more small projects. So that sweater... Did your arms recover quickly after you decided to do that? They did, because I realized, you know, and I had told Gail that, in the interim, after they got better, I would occasionally feel a tweak, but I didn't know if that was it or if it was just sore arms from me going back to exercising and mm-hmm. doing lifting weights, that kind of thing. 
And this time I knew. It yeah. was it. She <laughs> it did. It had that tweak. It had that feel. And I, I could tell this was it. And I think now perhaps the other times when I thought it, it wasn't quite the same. This was it. So I know what it is now. My next plan of action is to switch. I still have a few more. I think I have two more inches of ribbing. There's supposed to be five inches of ribbing on the bottom of the sweater. So my next plan of action is to move the sweater onto some wooden needles and try that. Do you have and wooden see, needles in a I size do. one? Okay, because I just I acquired some oh, okay. bamboo clover ones not that long ago. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure I do. And I will see if that works. And if that works, I'm just going to have to invest in several pairs of small size wooden needles and when they break they break and know that they're just easily breakable <laughs> that's a good reason to try the adi natura yeah have i have been i have been wanting to try those yeah me too so that's my next plan what are you knitting i'm knitting all sorts of stuff <laughs> i'm still working on my test knit which i showed to charlene before we started the episode recording and i can't tell you much about it other than that it's a sweater in a very unique stitch pattern that I love. And I'm knitting that in Madeline Tosh MCN Sport in the new Coquette colorway. I cannot <laughs> tell you how much I love this colorway and sweater. Oh my gosh. So that's one thing I'm knitting. I also cast on my Orange. I've Yay. been mispronouncing Orange. Oh, you have? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Carol, for the heads up on that. Plus, I did when I thoroughly reread the pattern on oh, January does she put first. A pronunciation. She in the does pattern. right oh. in the very beginning of the pattern. She said, "Pronounce this way." There's even you can click to hear the audio oh, wow. pronunciation of it. So Orange by Ann Weaver, and this is from the Nitty Winter 2011 issue. Oh, it is, is it that recent? Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's a bottom-up sweater where it is a yoke construction where the yoke is all Fair Isle color work. I am also knitting that with Madeline Tosh MCN worsted as the base, and the main color of the body of the sweater is also coquette. So <laughs> not smart planning on Gail's part to plan two sweaters with the same base and the same color. <laughs> However... I thought I was being clever. They're different, though. They're completely different sweaters, but still to knit with the same right. yarn wasn't the wisest choice. <laughs> so I tried to be clever and modify the pattern. So let me begin by saying Tanya, who is Yarnosaurus, who I've mentioned many times on the podcast before, she has knit two of these. One of them, both Madeline Tosh yarns, one of them she used Pop Rocks, which we've mentioned many times. The other time she used Window Pane, which is a beautiful, bright, bright blue. Mm -hmm. And she modified it significantly. So take a look at her pictures. That's what I'm going for. So the pattern itself calls for a turned hem where you knit with the contrasting color and then you turn it and knit with the main color. Mm -hmm. Well, instead, Tanya did a ribbing at the bottom with mm -hmm. one of the vertical braids and then knit straight which I like much better. I think that will fit me better. Mm. It's just more practical. Mm -hmm. So I modified the pattern to make sure that the hips wouldn't be too tight because my hips are bigger around than my bust measurement. And in so doing, I cast on too many stitches. So oh. on January 1st, I knit two and a half inches of the ribbing. 
Then it sat there on the table waiting for me to try it on, which I finally did yesterday, and they're way too big. So Mm. (laughs) I ripped out all that I had done, and I have to recast on with the small, you know, fewer stitches. Right. And... I was thinking about it, almost feeling guilty. Oh, my my knit along sweater, I should be farther along. And I thought, oh my gosh, we have over, we have two months left to go. Yeah. So I don't want to just crank it out and be done with it right away. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. I'm glad you said that because I was feeling the same way because here I only got a couple days into my sweater and I've put it aside and I'm knitting other things. Exactly. So my <laughs> approach now to the knit along is going to be, I will work regularly on Oranje, but I won't make it the focus necessarily of what I'm doing. I'm sure I'll go in spurts where I get all excited (laughs) about it and knit a bunch and then set it down for a while. Remember, this this sweater also has to be steaked. And another (laughs) modification I'm borrowing from Tanya is to put in a zipper instead of buttons. So these are two big time-consuming, somewhat stressful parts of my modification. Well, steaking is part of the project itself. But I've never steaked, so maybe part of me is actually putting off knitting the sweater (laughs) intentionally because I don't want to get to those parts of it. So anyways, that's my progress or lack thereof on Oranje. I am also knitting the Aurora Australis scarf, I'm sorry, shawlette by Melinda Vermeer, which she gifted to me some time ago. I've knitted the complete body of the shawl which is garter stitch. And I normally complain about garter stitch, but I have to tell you guys about a game we just discovered. Any of you who have game playing likes where you like to play games, it's not a board game. It's a card game called Munchkin. I cannot tell you how much fun my family has had with this game. I got it at my family gift exchange on Christmas Eve. I love card games, but my, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. My 13-year-old nephew said, oh, this game is so much fun. It's going to suck the first couple times you play it because there are so many rules, but after that, you're going to love it. And I thought, oh, my 13-year-old <laughs> nephew thinks it's fun. How fun can it possibly be? But then I decided, okay, I'm going to get it. I had the last number, so I got to pick anything I wanted. So on Christmas Day, the four of us broke out Munchkin, we played that game every single day of vacation. Then I got a cold, so we were basically homebound anyways, and it was rainy. I swear we played that game probably 30 hours total huh. over Christmas vacation. Okay, I have to look that up. Okay, so it's a card game. You have two decks of cards. You have treasure, and you have door cards. And it's kind of a takeoff on Dungeons & Dragons. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons, but that's how it was described to me by both my husband and my 13-year-old nephew. Huh. So the one thing I have to warn you, my 10-year-old and 13-year-old do not get the embedded adult humor, but oh. it is there. <laughs> so just beware. I would say it's probably PG-13. Okay. They don't quite get it. Like you're either a man or you're a woman in the game. And some cards you can only use if you're a man, you can only use if you're a woman. One of them is the broad sword that Mm -hmm. only is usable by a woman. There's another card called the knee pads of allure, which force another person in the game to help you battle a monster. Mm -hmm. So little bits of adult humor sprung in here and there like that. But it is seriously a fun, fun game. You can get it on Amazon for under 20 bucks I don't know where they bought it locally because it wasn't at the toy stores where I looked for it, but seriously, a fun game. So anyways, back to the knitting. 
I was knitting the body of Aurora Australis while playing Munchkin because I'm just going back and forth in garter stitch. All I had to do was remember to do my increase on the edge of the body. I love having knitting that you can play during game time. (laughs) Totally awesome. So I completed the body. I'm up to the lace, lace edging, which has worked perpendicularly to the rest of the body. So hopefully by the next podcast, I'll have that done. I also am working on the Brambles Beret, which is a pattern by Amanda Mushka from Knitty Deep Fall 2010. And I'm using the most gorgeous skein of yarn I just picked up in the Swift Stitch 20% off after Christmas yarn sale. My parents gave me a gift certificate. Thank you, Mom. And it's Alicia Goes Around. And the base is called Stable of Horses Worsted. And the colorway is Naval Academy. (laughs) It is the most gorgeous tonal turquoise ever. I think it's even prettier than Madeline Tosh Baltic. So working on that hat, the Brambles Beret with that skein. And I'm working on a little baby hat called the Monster Hat, which is a free pattern by Froken C on Ravelry. And it's a two-color baby hat that so far is turning out to be very, very fun. So that was my super long list. (laughs) What have you finished? Okay. So I'm going to go through this very quickly because you can go look at my Ravelry projects if you would like to learn more. And it's been three weeks. So I've actually finished a few things. And as I mentioned, I picked up a lot of little projects. Yeah. I feel the same just, way. I've I was making a lot of Christmas presents. And then when I put aside my sweater because of the ribbing on the small needles, I started knitting more small projects. So before Christmas, I finished an elf hat for one of my sons. And it, I, sh- I guess I could call it a Santa hat. It's, it's kind so of cute. Kind <laughs> of like a Santa hat. But he wanted it in this yarn that's mostly green, but it has one strand of red going through it. So I just call it an elf hat because it's not your characteristic red Santa hat. But it's exactly the same style. It's got the fluffy brim, fluffy white brim, and a fluffy white pom-pom, and the big triangular elf shaped mm-hmm. hat. Not much more to say about what that. What yarn did you use for the white fluffy parts? It was something that I have had in my stash for years and okay. years and years, and I think I used it for another fluffy hat years and years it was and years ago. For it that was perfect. Purpose. Yeah, yeah. I actually bought that yarn probably one of my first stitches, oh, and okay. I don't even remember what the intention, what intention, or what plan what purpose, I had yeah. for the yarn. But it's perfect, fluffy. Brim or rim, um, for the rim of a elf hat. It's yeah, perfect. it's just fluffy enough. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's not like eyelash yarn or something. No, it's fluffy. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty. It's woolly. Yeah. yeah. So that hat with the fuzzy edging. Then I knit two more pairs of the garter stitch mitts, if you can believe that. So grand total now is how many? Six pairs? Six, I Woo! believe. Yeah. And I, I don't even know if that includes the half mitt. That so six point five something. Well, actually, <laughs> let me tell you. Do you remember you mit- knit one of your mitts uh-huh. larger? I think I texted you. It about was the this. wrong needle size. I did them in two different <laughs> sizes. I don't know what I did. Well, actually, I do know what I did. I was just knitting one tighter than the other, but I I was making two pairs for gifts and 
my friends were coming back into town right after New Year's. So I was knitting them. I was house also house sitting, house watching for them. So I wanted to leave these at their house before they came Aww. back. Sweet. I got one pair knit, and then the second pair I had one normal sized and one that was huge. And <laughs> I don't know what I did. I think I threw in an extra repeat section. But it was oh. also longer, too. And I know it was the right number of stitches. I think I was just knitting insanely loose one day. That was the first thing I asked her was, are you sure you didn't use your yeah. needle sizes and that like would, I did? That would have been the logical thing. Well, no, that's but, illogical. But well, no, that would have been happen. the logical yeah. thing to Mistake. have happened. Yeah. And it's really bad when I look back on it and think, oh, my gosh. How sloppy I was knitting that I used the same needle and it came out such a different size. That's a little scary. It's interesting that that happened. It's totally interesting. That's a little, that's bad. (laughs) I need to pay more attention. But it goes to show also how your mood or what's going on around you can completely affect what you're knitting. Whether if you're stressed, maybe you can knit tight or I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so you said something about me having knit 6.5 pairs. I have to laugh because I have, I've knit three pairs, or not pairs, three mitts to get that one pair. I have one extra mitt now that I'll rip out and I'll use that yarn and make it into a hat or something. And I'm laughing with you, not Oh, of course. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You might as well, because I have. (laughs) So I do think that I have that garter stitch mitt pattern completely out of my system now. Oh, good. Well, not necessarily good, but... (laughs) Well, I had been thinking that I wanted a pair. No longer do I want a pair. (laughs) I'm ready to... I'm over it. I'm ready. There was a pattern that I talked about a couple episodes previously that was in the last minute knitted gifts by Joelle Hoverson. And I want that pair of mitts for myself. And actually I have thought of using this yarn for mitts because I really love this color. And if I made it into mitts, she's holding up her Flora Rose. I would get to look at it all the time. Yeah. But then the question is, since I have two skeins of this, I have 374 yards. So I have to figure out, you know, what's going to maximize so that I don't have a odd bit left. I'm on a, <laughs> uh, not a quest, I'm on a mission to get Charlene to knit herself a slouchy beret I do need hat. a slouchy hat because I, not though beret, I have knit them before, I have never kept one for myself and I don't have one. Do you so. watch the show The Fringe? I never have. Okay, anyone who watches The Fringe, I don't like that show at all, by the way, but especially not the latest season, there is a woman on the show who has hair very, very similar to yours. Oh, I think really? it's fuller, but the same dark, shiny, curly hair. Oh. She was wearing the cutest, slouchy, um, it wasn't a beret per se because it had a little brim on it, but oh, she looked so pretty. Oh. And my first thought was, oh, Charlene would look so good in a hat like that. Oh, so I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Because it's, I'll I have shouldn't to say rare, I... but it's less common for super curly hair for to see super curly hair on television or yeah oh in general I i'll have to send say. you a link her name's astrid on the show oh, yeah her hair's just beautiful i'll look it up so back to the mitts that one 
out of my system now. <laughs> I think I'm done with the mitts for the year. And the other thing that I finished that I did previously mention as well is what I am fondly calling the Mega Cowl. I knit that out of the Imperial Yarn Bulky two-strand pencil roving that you heard about. I think it was on the last episode I mentioned it. Yes, I think I did. had it sitting on the table yes, because did. I had purchased it on my yarn shopping day with my mom and my sister. And not me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not know yet what I was going to do with it. Well, yep. that was what started the cowl stocking because I knew I wanted to make a cowl out of it because it, I purchased a color that would match a coat that I had and oh, I smart. haven't worn it with the coat. <laughs> I've worn it with everything else because it apparently matches everything. So I picked a good color and I couldn't find the perfect pattern for it. And really all I wanted was something with texture. So I swatched, well, I actually, did I swatch? I can't remember. You must pencil, have, you always swatch. But you know, the pencil roving is fairly delicate. So oh, I did not swatch. I, I just, rip it. I, I just started it, knit a couple rows. I guess it's basically a swatch, but I didn't knit an official sized large swatch or anything. I just knit, just started knitting and knit and seed stitch. And all I did was cast on, I don't know, I think it was ended up being 17, 17 stitches. Yeah. <laughs> knit, knit, knit till done with a skein of yarn. And then I grafted them together beginning to end and it's a mega cow it's really really neat i'm really too. happy with it the way the fabric knit up with that pencil roving is just fascinating it is. to me it, it makes is. me want to try to acquire some yeah try it it's really neat someday. stuff really really neat stuff in the comments that people have written about the particular yarn there are several people that say mm. it breaks too easily for them i did not have that experience but i was being very careful Mindful. with it i was being I, I knew that it was fragile but the flip side of that is that it will wet splice very very easily <laughs> very very you easily you, and or you don't even you don't even need to wet it really you just it's Rub it so so soft and so unspun that you just rub it in the little bit of friction just kind of puts it together and then you knit and I haven't had any problems with it I was a little bit worried about the knitted object then being fragile but it hasn't seemed to be and the people at the store where I purchased it said that it would be fine for the garment so have um, you ever seen it anywhere else you got it at verb I got it at verb that's verb for keeping warm I, in Oakland and you know I did see it I think at two of the stores we went to really? that day. I wonder had if they it. have it at the Golden Fleece. So because I think, she carries Imperial yarn. Oh, you could call. So I think that it may be this season offering kind like of a thing. New, yeah. new thing. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of new yarns, I'm going to interrupt Charlene just for a moment. In a yarn swap I participated in recently, I acquired a skein of Rivendale farms alpaca blend yarn knit not sorry it wasn't knit it was a skein of yarn <laughs> and a friend of mine whose name is sally she owns rivendale farms with her husband and she has just recently 
made this a full-time job. She, they raise the alpacas, they shear them. I believe they send off the fleeces for processing and spinning. And then she hand dyes the yarns. The colorway I acquired was purple, brown, would you call it like a a burnt pumpkiny orange mm-hmm. color? Mm-hmm. And I knew as soon as I got it, one, I fell in love with it, but two, because of the alpaca content, I believe it's 80% alpaca, 10% merino, 10% tussa silk, so incredibly soft. But alpaca makes me itch, so my first thought when I looked at it was, oh, this is a Charlene color. I think she can wear this. <laughs> so I brought it into the Swift Stitch to show her and to show everybody who was in the store because I wanted to let everybody know this beautiful yarn was available now. And the other cute, cute thing about the yarn, on the label, not only does it give you all of the typical ball band information, but there is a picture of the actual alpaca from where the fleece was acquired. Yeah. And this particular skein, the alpaca's name is Cody the Love Bug. <laughs> and I thought it was just the cutest touch. So if you are in the mood for some, you know, she's in Cal- uh, Colorado. So for some American raised, I know all the spinning slash processing is done in America. And then, like I said, Sally hand dyes it herself. Check out Rivendale Farms. She just has started recently selling the yarn so i don't think her inventory is very big yet but i've felt it i've touched it i've looked at it and it's really really pretty you guys so if you're ever in the mood i highly recommend it and uh, (laughs) and that was not an endorsement that was not a um advertisement it was just a personal endorsement so back to charlene and what she has finished (laughs) um just a couple more things. When I put down my tangled yoke, I knit a pattern called the Marsan watch cap. I ended up knitting two of those because we were watching a back season, a past season of Downton Abbey to get ready for season three. <laughs> so I ended up knitting two of those. And that is a great little free pattern, I have to say. It is a rib, not, yes, ribbed hat. It's a twisted rib, and it has a roll-up brim. And the only thing you have to do is count rows because it's the whole thing is knit in this rib, and then all you do is count rows. And when you decrease, you decrease in the same spot every row, and all you do is count the rows. It's super, super easy. And again, it's called the Marsan Watch Cap, and it's written by Stacy Joy Elkin. And I think it's been on Ravelry for quite a while. Yes, if I look at her notes, she's got notes going back on the pattern for several years. There are 1,800 projects on Ravelry, so it's a popular free pattern. And all you need to do is, the only, the only skills you need to knit this hat are knit pearl, SSK, which is a decrease, and you need to be able to count rows and knit in the round and switch from your, possibly if you're using circular needles, be able to switch to the double pointed needles when it gets small, and then the number of stitches gets too small for the circulars. But great free pattern. I can't say enough about it. It's a great cap and it's also, I don't want to say it's completely masculine, it's unisex. So mm-hmm. you could easily knit it for a man. Yes. So yeah. I most of the pictures I think do show a man, at least on the pattern page. I'm sure not once we get to the projects, but it looks like 
most of those are on men. Yeah, I have a harder time finding masculine or unisex patterns, especially for charity hats and things like that. So I always appreciate when someone yeah. recommends a good masculine yeah. hat. And this is a really nice, stretchy, nice cap. Yeah, I really, I like, really it. like it. And mm. I have some ways you could change it up would be to knit the brim in one color and then knit the whole body oh, yeah. hat in a second color. You could I stripe you could. it, couldn't you? Yeah, you could do lots of things. And it's decreased in such a way that the top has four little swirls for areas of decrease and it comes together really nice it looks cool very i nice. like the top a yeah. lot very nice and then previously mentioned in the beginning segment i did mention my a-line hoodie Yay. i finished sewing down the casing for the cord Yay. what have you finished i finished a whole bunch of stuff too so again i'm going to go through my list fairly quickly too you can see my photo shoot, quote unquote, <laughs> where I'm wearing quite a few of these all at the same time because I dragged, I'm sure my kids were kicking and screaming for this, <laughs> dragged them down to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk because I've always wanted to do a photo shoot there because oh, of all the bright colors yeah. and everything. And it was a beautiful sunny day and I said, let's go. And they whined a little bit, but then they got happy because they thought they were going to get to go on rides, which they didn't, <laughs> but that's okay. So what have I finished? I finished Miette, the cardigan I was working on in our last episode. That's a free pattern on Ravelry by Andy Sutherland. It's a fabulous little cropped top-down raglan cardigan that buttons up the front and it has lace accents along the front of the button bands around the collar and around the bottom hem. Very nice, I highly recommend it. I think most beginners could do this particular pattern without much trouble. You do have to pick up stitches for the button band and the neck band, but none of the pattern is difficult. Hmm. I highly recommend it. I also finished my one skein boot toppers, which was a gifted pattern from iRock Knits, who is Corey on Ravelry, or she's Corey, iRock Knits on Ravelry. Thank you again, Corey. I think you and I were actually knitting these at the same time. The pattern is by Shireen Nadir, and I use some Plymouth Encore uh, acrylic wool blend yarn for that in a dark gray. Super, super cute. Mine actually have these spindly little ankles, so mine are kind of big around the ankle. But if I wedge them into the top of boots, they'll be perfect. And I really like them. I, even if they they kind of go over the top of my shoes, they look really cool. I also re-knit the rose red beret for myself Sorry. during the break. And you know what was funny? Almost on exactly <clears throat> the same dates, I knit it the last time. Very oh, weird. Oh, really? It well, was very, it was a Christmas season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I used the same exact yarn I used the first time, the Rowan Felted Tweed. And this pattern by Ysolde Teague, I highly, highly recommend. This is the third time I've knit it. It was a very entertaining and interesting knit. You don't get bored doing it. You do have to keep track because it is a lace pattern. It's written top down, but one of my friends is going to knit hers bottom up, which implies that the pattern can be adapted if you know how mm -hmm. to knit from the bottom up if you prefer to do your hats that way because mm. the first several rounds are a little bit fiddly, fiddly. Yeah. with the top down method. Mm -hmm. But... Very, very worth it. I've been wearing mine all the time. I do not intend to let this one fall off of my head. <laughs> and I've discovered that I really like that style of hat on my head 
more than the other hats I've been knitting. Oh. I was telling my friend Melissa that I keep knitting these big, huge, slouchy hats that are in fashion, thinking that the more I knit, the better they'll look <laughs> on me, and it just doesn't work. So I'm now back to berets. So highly recommend that rose red beret pattern. As I mentioned in the beginning, what was I wearing? My Arbutus Cow by Jane Richmond. This one, your skills would include short rows because this one is actually knit in three oh, tiers. Wow. So you cast on and you knit circularly, but you do several rounds of purl, then several rounds of knitting, then several rounds of purl. So you're getting this welted effects and then you bind off several stitches and then the next row you cast on again so you actually get these they look like three separate cowls put together it's very similar to the seven circles mm -hmm. cowl i knit for charlene last year only this one has much bigger sections so there are three different tiers as opposed to the seven skinnier tiers mm -hmm. in the other pattern i really like this it's so squishy and soft and again I love this yarn. Stimpy Lab, Warm DK is the base, Pink Flamingo is the color. I know I will knit a sweater in this yarn oh. someday. Maybe not the same base, but definitely yeah. the same color. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I also knit three charity hats during the Christmas break. So Yay. lots of FOs. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was taking self-indulgent knitting to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> So yay for self-indulgent knitting. Yeah. And speaking of that, let me give you a knit-along update. We were going to do a book review, but we're at 53 minutes, so maybe we should save that for the next episode. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so next episode you have the review of French Girl Knit Accessories to look forward to. That's a book by Christine Griffin Grimes, which I really like. Yeah. There are I several patterns in it that I will knit. I've actually knit one of her sweaters from the original French Girl Knits book. I remember that one, yeah. Ver Veronique. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, knit along updates. So far, we have 90 people who are knitting something for the self-indulgent wow. Yarniacs knit along. You guys, <laughs> you guys rock. are awesome. It's yeah. so much fun. <laughs> And the thread has been popping with it awesome has. work in progress pictures. Although I'm trying not to let my queue expand too much, it has because of some of your gorgeous projects that you've been popping up. I've fallen in love with some new yarns I've never seen before. <laughs> two of the ones that keep popping up in my mind are the two calligraphy cardigans that are being knit right now. Ooh. One is in the Madeline Tosh Dahlia colorway. And the other, oh gosh, I, I want to say it's Micah, but I'm not sure. Oh, I like They Micah too. glow in the pictures. <laughs> they positively glow. There are some gorgeous shawls. Some so far, three projects have already been finished. Two cows, or maybe it's three cows. Two cows and a hat. Oh gosh, I don't remember the third. But gorgeous stuff. And what else can I tell you? We have eight prizes so far in the prize stash. So. Check those out. The first four were donated by Yarniacs listeners. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. It's awesome. It is. Yeah, the first one is a pair of handmade stitch markers, which were donated by Lynn, who is lightning on Ravelry. And they're very nice. They're awesome. Very, she, very nice. She gifted a pair to me and a pair to Charlene as and we well. we have both been using them. <laughs> I use, I've used mine on every project I've knit since I think since I then. have too, because I, there were more than I 
I don't, you know, I haven't used all of them on one project, so I actually have had them spread out on a couple projects. So mine too, times. yeah. They're yeah. like perfect for that, the one marker that right. has to be different exactly. to indicate the end of exactly. a row. Exactly, that's what so, I was using it for too. Yeah, those are the first beautiful, thank you very much, Lynn. Next was a skein of yarn donated by Eviston Michelle, and I'm not certain what skein she has donated, so Michelle, I'll contact you to get a picture of that. Next, a skein of yarn from Tammy from Candy Skein Yarns. Remember, she's also giving us the 15% discount through the end of January with the coupon code Yarniacs. She just got her Juicy Sports up on her website. You've got to check it out. I was stalking it yesterday and my son was saying, oh, what pretty colors. I know. So I have <laughs> knit with that base already. I, that's what I knit my woolly worm head hat with which I love so I highly recommend the yarn so she also is donating a skein and again not sure what skein base or colorway so I'll let you know when I know Heidi who is H Polycove on Ravelry has donated two skeins of Morris Pure 100% Australian wool it's a worsted weight yarn in a dark gray colorway that's very very pretty so thank you very much Heidi and what are the other gifts? I am putting in two copies of the Play Shawl Pattern by Vera Valley Mackey, which I ended up getting three of these. Oh. Won't go into the long story, but <laughs> I'm gifting two of them. I didn't really care for the pattern too much until I saw my friend Sarah's version, oh. A Spell of Winter on Ravelry. She did very contrasting colors. And I didn't even realize the stripes in the pattern until I saw the very contrasting version of it. Oh. It's really cute. Hmm. So two copies of the play shawl. And I'm blanking. Oh, the set of signature needle arts. Oh, that's Double right. pointed Double needles. Point, size a one. four needle set in the stiletto tip. U.S. size one. And the book November Knit. No, not November Knits. What's the other one? I always want to call it Ice Queen. We'll get to it. We reviewed it several episodes ago. It has beautiful, beautiful patterns all done in natural yarns. So that also is in the prize stash. So lots of different things to look forward to. Pretty good odds of winning too. Although I'm hoping more people will join us, but still 90 people, that is pretty darn impressive. So thank you guys so much for all the entertaining posts in our thread. Do when you're finished, please mark your tag with Yarniacs, S-I-K-A-L. So Yarniacs, S-I for self-indulgent and K-A-L. And of course you don't have to be knitting, you could be crocheting as well. But mark them with that tag and then post your finished picture in the FO thread without any chat. One item per person, please. And again, we don't care what you knit as long as you knit it for yourself. Anytime, you could have started anytime after January 1st and you have to be done by March 10th. Those are the <laughs> only guidelines. So join in if you haven't already. It's super fun. And the book title is Shades of Winter, Knitting with Natural Wool, and that's from Interweave Press. Yeah, and that's by Ingalil Johansson. Yes. So great book. So all sorts of great things. And there we go. We're almost at exactly an hour, so we're going to wrap up for this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending an hour of your week with us. We really appreciate it. Again, happy, happy 2013. Yes, happy new year and happy knits. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.
You can find us on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at Yarniacs.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits. <laughs>